Well, hello, hello. It is Tuesday, September the 13th of 2016, and this is the first episode in Wittenberg Radio's fifth season. My name is Nolan Kaler. And I'm Nicolene Klassen-Weeb. Doesn't she sound great on the radio? And you are listening to CMU Student Council's official podcast, CMU's most subscribed to podcast as well. Here's a couple ways you can get in touch with us throughout the year. You've obviously already found us by some measure because you're hearing my voice, but you can subscribe on iTunes or the podcatcher of your choice. Episodes are also up at our website, which is wittenbergradio.com. Wittenbergradio at gmail.com is the place to send us past episodes, comments, questions, uh, show pitches, your favorite recipes, what you liked about this first week of school, what you didn't like about the first week of school, uh, any fashion tips you might have for yours truly, and any of those things are so welcome at our website. You can also tweet at us any of those things at we're at we're at Wittenberg Radio on Twitter as well. You can like us on Facebook. Whew, we got through it. We led all the things for not in well, one breath yet, but not at right. That was a goal from last year, wasn't it? Yeah, that I would do this all in one breath. I couldn't do it either, so it's okay. We have the whole year to train up. This is Wittenberg Radio's fifth year on the air and we're so so excited to be here uh, sharing short stories from um, our students our faculty our staff our you know our famous alumni and people who may not even be who may be connected with CMU in some remote way that we think is really interesting to highlight what are you excited for about Wittenberg Radio this year Nicolene oh man I'm excited for so many things I think one of the things I'm excited about the most is um meeting new people that maybe I wouldn't get the chance to otherwise and hearing their stories. That's a fantastic reason to listen to Wittenberg Radio. I am excited for a whole bunch of new uh, formatting changes that we've made, new segments that we're hoping to incorporate as the year goes along. We'll tell you all about that in just a little while. But first, Nicolene, what is Wittenberg Radio? What is Wittenberg Radio? Mm-hmm. Well, I think you kind of said it, but Wittenberg Radio is our podcast with a chance to connect with the CMU community. Um, and yeah. That's about it. That's, That's a pretty, pretty simple, simplistic definition. But it's, that's true. So let's, as David, our faculty supervisor, David Balzer, would say, let's unpack that a little bit. <laughs> so the history of Wittenberg Radio, it started, uh, it started five years ago now as a, a student project of uh, now-graduated students Kyle Van Mulligan and Chris Clausen. They actually started this in the Blau Rock, of all places. They would record mm-hmm. their conversations there. It was nothing fancy. They had, like, a, a portable mic, and they would chat about, you know, pretty much whatever they felt like. And they would uh, eat while they did it. So, and then they brought, and then they thought, hey, let's make this into, uh, you know, a thing we do with some regularity. So they brought in our uh, dearly departed Daniel Friesen as a consultant. And I think the first thing he said was, you need to stop eating peanuts into the microphone because <laughs> that just sounds gross. And so they kept on doing it. And eventually Kyle graduated, and Chris and Dan did the show for a bit. And then that's where I entered the scene. And now Daniel has left us, and we are so excited to have Nicolene on board with us now, which is, that's the basic run of the mill of how Wittenberg Radio got started. As we said, we come out on a weekly basis uh, when this is issued, uh, once a week, and we have, you know, it's about a half hour distraction for you from your, uh, from your studyingly good times, and, uh, you know, maybe you need to get out of the res lounge, and you need to just put on some headphones for a while, because they just can't stop talking, or, I don't know, what do people 
do in the rest of these days. You can listen to it while you play Pokemon Go if you really <laughs> yeah. want. I personally like listening to it while I do dishes. If you're in hey, an that's very nice, very nice way to be entertained while doing some chores. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And while we do advocate bicycle safety, you know, if you need to put on a podcast while you have a long cycle to CMU, uh, you know, we're not very loud. You could probably still very easily hear traffic over top of the sounds of our voices. Mm-hmm. So there's a suggestion there as well. Um, that's pretty much the rundown of. Oh, and we also run Wittenberg Door. Uh, the Wittenberg Door, for those of you who um, have no base, have no background in theological history, uh, is where Martin Luther pinned up his 95 theses, uh, uh, doctrines against the Catholic Church, and you know eventually uh, formed the Lutheran Church of those doctrines, and from there came us Anabaptists. So that is. And Wittenberg Door is also a Baltimore just outside of the res director Charlie Peronto's office. That is where, very occasionally, a person will uh, place an article of some, usually of some controversy, mm-hmm. and students are, are very welcome to write on that board, on a piece of paper, don't write on the actual, like, <laughs> tack, and and discuss the article. There's been some really interesting ones in the in the last number of years. I'm thinking of uh, ones they've done on alcohol policy in the last uh, little while. Uh, what was the other one? There's a really interesting one when I was but a wee first year. Um, but a wee first year. Yeah, it was. Oh, and I was but a wee first year. <laughs> um, what was it about? Oh, it was about what if Jesus were a woman. Ah, interesting. That was a really fascinating thing to read. I actually had a conversation with a friend about that. I'm sure she would have loved to uh, write on the Winberg door. So we should get this going. I agree. What if Jesus were a woman? Mm. Let us know at WinbergRadio at gmail.com. Or you can write on our Facebook page. Um, So we'll keep you posted with that as well. The other thing we like to do on this show is play music. And... uh, I'm a big I'm I'm a big guy into music. Back okay, who am I? Gosh, mm, I didn't even introduce who I am. Let's back up a little bit here. My name is Nolan. I'm a fifth year student here at CMU. I'm doing uh, two degrees at the same time. I've got a Bachelor of Music with a vocal performance major, as well as a Bachelor of Arts with a communications major, hence where this all comes in. Mm-hmm. Nicolene, who are you? Well, my name is Nicolene Klossenweave. I'm a third year. And I'm also a major in communications, but not doing two degrees, um, and a minor in biblical and theological studies. And I recently got into podcasts, some recommendations from, from friends. And so this was really interesting for me to be part of making one and not just listening to one. Hmm. Yeah. Interesting. Uh, what were you up to? What, what were you doing this summer where a podcast would be a good background? Oh, like where would have? Yeah, where would you listen? Where would you listen to a podcast? Ah, well, I didn't listen to a ton this summer. Well, I was working at a camp. I was working at Camp Assiniboia as the nature instructor. Um, so I didn't actually listen to a lot of not a lot of technology exposure out there at camp. Mm, But um, in the spring, I listened to some, and uh, I'd be interested now to listen to podcasts about gardening and things like that about maybe urban farming now that i've had some Hmm. experience in that urban farming well if you know of any urban farming podcasts i just (laughs) told you where to send them wittenbergradio gmail.com is the place to do that i went on a number of long road trips this summer i guess so i got to listen to a ton of podcasts Uh, i got to road trip out to edmonton i was a part of i was a part of a national young opera singers program for six weeks and so i had a lot of like driving time not only to edmonton but also from uh, where I was staying with a friend of mine 
to the campus where it was held. So there was plenty of opportunity to hear podcasts in that way. Nice. So do, you, do you have a favorite podcast? Do I have a favorite podcast? Oh, gosh. I, I have a couple of go-to podcasts, I would say. They're very, you know, they're about baseball. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> so right, that's not right. it's not a subject that people typically find fascinating i do enjoy listening to the q podcast uh, from cbc radio okay um nice. as well as what else do i like listening to a uh, really interesting show called canada land it's uh, about okay. it's uh it's a show that looks at canadian media and uh kind of like picks it apart what are we doing good what are we doing bad there's a politics aspect to it it's interesting stuff Cool. What would you recommend to listeners that are not already listening to Wittenberg Radio? Mm. Well, I've only started getting into them, so I don't have many. Um, I've also heard of Canada Land. Haven't listened to it yet. Um, a podcast I really like is um, Stuff Mom Never Told You. It's oh. what it's called by How Stuff Works. Uh, talking about fem- feminism and all sorts of issues related to that. It's been pretty good so far. There you go. We've got some podcast recommendations for you right now. We've also got all kinds of music recommendations for you this year. Uh, we're going to start off with um, a song called Pink and White. Now, this is my album of the summer. It's by R&B artist Frank Ocean. And uh, see if you can figure out who the artist singing background vocals is. Mm-hmm. Take a listen to this. Yeah, yeah. The way every day goes, every time we've no control. If the sky is pink and white, if the ground is black and yellow, it's the same way you showed me. Nod my head, don't close my eyes. Halfway on a slow move, it's the same way you showed me. If you could fly, then you'd feel south. Up north, getting cold soon. The way it is, we're on land. So I'm someone I hold true. Keep you cool when it's still alive. Won't let you down when it's all ruined. Just the same way you show me. Show me. You showed me love. Of a summer shade, nose dive in the flood lines, tall tower, milk craze. It's the same way you showed me. Cannonball off the porch side, all the kids trying off the roof. Just the same way you showed me. You showed if you could die and come back to life, upper air from the swimming pool. You kneel down to the dry land, kiss the earth that birthed you. Gave you tools just to stay alive and make it up when the sun is ruined. That's the same way you showed me. Showed. You showed me love. All this shit, we call Say what I'm to 
you go. Frank Ocean, Pink and White, off his new record, Blonde, here on Wittenberg Radio. And if you're just joining us, I can't imagine you're tuning in live, but, uh, you know, <laughs> I don't know why. See, this is my radio genes coming out. Like, if I'm, you know, if I'm doing live radio, if you're just joining us, this is blah, 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 blah. But it's a podcast, so you can just rewind it and figure out exactly who we are and what you're listening to right now. Exactly. So, let's jump into our interview segment, shall we? Let's do it. So, you hear the warnings each time you go to a foreign country. Don't lose your personal belongings. Don't take them with you. Leave them in a lock safe, wear a fanny pack, etc. Uh, sadly, our guest, uh, our first guest of the year did not necessarily heed those warnings. Kenton Loby is an instructor in international development studies here and lost his iPod while in South Africa this summer. He joins us now to tell us about how his story of loss has turned into a heck of a tale. Kenton, nice to have you here. Hey, thanks for having me here. Okay, so you're in South Africa. We're in South Africa. What? Okay, so you're, what, what's happening? You're driving we down are, the road? You're... We're on, a, on a, a family trip visiting with uh, the entire family, 50th anniversary, wedding anniversary for my parents. All the children, grandchildren are gathered. We're sitting in the back of a Toyota Hilux pickup truck on stadium seating uh, outside. You're getting ready to go into Kruger National Park, uh, 4,000 some square kilometers of wilderness. And um, my daughter, Sophia, is taking a video with her young cousin. And so she borrows my iPod and uh, she puts it into her pocket. And she's, um, she wasn't feeling good. She had some bumping around and she wasn't, she was getting a bit car sick. Sure. And so she started to lean back and uh, was um, not comatose, but she was out for a little bit of the ride. And uh, so I didn't have the iPod to take pictures with, was taking pictures with something else. And about an hour and a half into our drive into the park, which is about a three hour drive, I asked her for it and she said she couldn't find it. I assumed it had fallen onto the ground and that we'd find it when we stopped. We got to Skakuza, the camp where we were staying and we tore apart the safari vehicle and it wasn't there. So then as a parent, you're like, well, jeepers, you know, I, you had this expensive piece of technology and why'd right. you lose it? So you resist <laughs> the temptation to, uh, to show frustration, but obviously frustrated with, uh, that this has been lost. And uh, then went to uh, realize that it was gone, realize that it wasn't there. Uh, we had driven 120 kilometers since I last asked her about it. And so I thought, well, there's no way that we're gonna spend our time in the national park retracing steps down gravel roads looking for a, a piece of technology so i kind of gave it up i was like well that's it yeah. um that was a that was a bigger move than uh than i anticipated i had a whole bunch of pictures from four weeks of travel that i hadn't backed up i've, I've understood that there is a cloud out there somewhere that can help with these things but i did <laughs> i don't understand these things so i lost you know three four hundred pictures from four weeks of travel with our family which was frustrating and sad and you know all the selfies that you'll never get to do again <laughs> right um so we uh so i kind of left it and said well it's gone it's and that's it that's and you never thought you'd see this again however you like have touched this ipod about three times this very same ipod that you thought you'd lost you've touched it three times since we actually have I, been talking i must confess that this is not the same ipod oh it's not there, this is uh okay so what happened is this um we came back okay middle of july um from being on the road for a month and I walked into church at Charleswood Mennonite Church on Sunday morning on a long weekend in August. Nobody's at church. You know, there's like 40 people there. Right. And I walk in and the greeter says to me, Ruth Friesen says, Kenton, you need to meet somebody. 
I thought, hmm, I wonder who it is. Um, and a woman walks across the foyer towards me and I didn't recognize her. And then I'm having this, you know, kind of professorial kind of absent-minded, oh boy, here's somebody else whose name I've forgotten <laughs> and I don't know who they are. She comes up and she starts speaking to me and it's clear she has an Afrikaner accent uh, from South Africa. And she says, are you Kenton Lobian? I said, well, yes, I am. Um, did you lose an iPod or did you lose an iPhone? She thought it was a phone. Um, in Kruger National Park and I looked at her strangely <laughs> in the face because this is the foyer of church on a Sunday right. morning I'd already long let this go right. um, and I said well yes yes I did lose an iPod in Kruger National Park in South Africa many many miles away from here and she looks at me with this big smile in her eyes I found it <laughs> how did like how did the, how does it actually happen like how does the, how does she come across this my new piece of technology in a gigantic national park. I've, I haven't, she says to me, I, this is what exactly what I'm wondering. Who are you? What are you doing in Winnipeg? How did you find my iPod and what, how did you find me? Right. Um, so she says to me, well, my family goes to Kruger quite regularly. They live three, four hours away and they had been driving on safari and were in their own vehicle and saw something on the side of the road. She said it was mostly buried in sand. She picked it up. And she said, and she shook her finger at me, says, and it's a good thing you didn't have a security code on there oh. or I never would have found you. And I thought, huh, okay. She said she opened it up. The screen was cracked, um, but she found out who I was from the, I don't know, iPod, from the email or Facebook or whatever app she opened. And uh, she said then that she had been planning a trip to Canada a year ago already and that Winnipeg was one of her stops on her trip. And so when she found it, she didn't take it with her. She took, she did what I think is a, a, a good move, I suppose, is she took it to the National Park Office and said, I've lost, I've picked this up in case somebody comes to find it, here it is. Right. But she went one step further and remembered or wrote down who I was and took all that information. And from the CMU website bio, it says at the bottom of my bio, Kenton and Julie and their two kids worship at Charleswood Mennonite Church. And so when she was in Winnipeg, I have no idea who she was visiting here. This whole interaction lasted about three minutes. Um, and she then came into the worship service. The music was playing and everybody was starting to talk already. And we went in to sit down and I introduced her in church, but she was sitting in a row behind me. And during the congregational prayer, she came over and says, I have to go. And so I walked out with her and she says, uh, I, I kept asking some of these questions. How did you find me? How did you get here? And she explained how she had found it, how she had found me, um, and that she'd be happy to send it to me. What struck me was the, the <laughs> I don't know whether I would have chased that. I would have kind of said, well, it's that lost and found, but right. she took that, you know, three, four, five extra steps to come find me um, and to sit through a worship service on a long weekend Sunday morning. Right. That is uh, So there's that element to the story. The other thing that's intriguing is the fact that there's the, uh, maybe there's some sort of moral here, the lack of security and the trust that you put in someone who's maybe has some, like, you know, you don't have security on your phone. And there's, if you don't lock your phone. Yeah, you I was know, worried things, I was going to get selfies from baboons and all kinds of <laughs> things, you know? Right, at the, at the very least. Yeah. And like... <laughs> But here, but here, this woman finds it, and then out of the like does the does what everybody else w would do. I 
think and would hope is mm-hmm. that bring it to the lost and found and yeah. then takes that extra step to go and actually try and find you in this great wide world of seven billion people and i can't imagine that there's only one person named kenton Loby. Uh, yeah like and tracked me down on like that that she spent the time i guess is what struck me um the security thing absolutely i've thought about that and i had a security code on i don't i'd come back and bought a new one this is not the old this one. is the new one this is the new one because i could not live without you know i don't know what um but she is uh expediting that this way she's going to take care of all the posts she said i'll deal with it don't worry about it um and so i'm waiting to uh, for that to arrive in the mail right now what was the uh biggest lesson in perspective that you took out of this entire this entire like amazement and like a happenstance you know, aside i don't i don't know what to make of it all i truly don't know what to make of it all um what was the most difficult part of it was losing it and maintaining my cool with my 11 year old daughter mm-hmm. you know the kind of the responsibility talk and that whole thing that parents do and right. you feel compelled to do when something important is lost it's not just 300 bucks it's pictures it's privacy it's all that stuff um and julie had said you know the evening after this had all happened she said can't you did this real well you didn't like you didn't lose it on your daughter you could have like it was it's a big deal but you didn't lose it you held your cool and i was like yeah i did i think i did all right on that um and so that was the big learning for me Mm. um of just letting it go sure all that stuff that was in there and uh and just letting it go what did your daughter say when uh, you told her that uh, someone (laughs) had found the ipod (laughs) we've had all kinds of conversations about this since um because it was a sensitive issue. She knew enough, even if I held my cool and temper and all those things, she knew that she had lost something that was valuable and it was significant. Sure. And uh, she was ecstatic. Uh, she was overjoyed. She was ecstatic. And she was, uh, well, she was just pleased. It kind of removed this block of irresponsible behavior that she had hanging over her that was just her own to carry, right? She was kind of, she was processing that without me shaking my finger at her. And I think she just kind of was like, ah, oh, this is wonderful. <laughs> It worked out. <laughs> it worked out okay. Yeah. I didn't actually, you know, it didn't actually cost me anything. Yeah. That's and the security thing is I took the security off this one now uh, and don't have security on it. And I don't think I will. I think uh, yeah. you know, fear is uh, a, a long distance second cousin to uh, trust. There you go. There you go. Fear is a, for those of you meeting new people in the residences right now, that's maybe <laughs> yeah. a, uh, a nice motto for uh, your first papers. There you go. Yeah. Fear is a distant second cousin of trust we were joined today by kenton Lobey. he is the instructor of international development studies here at cmu thanks for telling us this story sir thanks for having me here folks so great to have kenton Lobey join us this year what a cool story like Very did, cool. like that i like as if you get an ipod back all the way from you know that's amazing i can't even begin to imagine so it is a smaller world than we think i guess mm-hmm. gosh uh do you have a summer song nicoline i do have a summer song going um, this song was introduced to me uh, this summer by a friend at camp, and uh, not much to say about it, but it is a very good tune. Um, this song is um, I Need a Forest Fire by James Blake, featuring Bon Iver, and I had never heard this, and it just, oh, yeah, it's a good one. It's a good tune. So a- here, here it goes.
Loving the chill vibes off that. James Blake and Bonnie Vare. Mm-hmm. That is yep. so great. That is off James Blake's new album, The Color in Anything or Everything? In Everything. In Everything. Oh, no, In Anything. Oh, oh my bad. I, I Sorry. I doubted myself. Goodness. <laughs> you were right, Nolan. <laughs> oh, man. I can't believe I doubted myself. That's a that's oh, such great music here on Windbreak Radio. So many awesome things coming up this year on the show, including uh, new contributors. We graduated a bunch of contributors from this show, like... Uh, you know, fifth year still here, Matthew Barron and his music pick of the week is, uh, you know, that's a way. Craig Newfelt, our sports uh, our sports contributor, also gone. We're looking to uh, fill those holes, and uh, we've got all kinds of awesome options for those. As well, we'll be hearing music from our coffee houses, I believe. Mm-hmm. If Nicolene is, she's looking at me with these big eyes and like, I need to have to edit stuff, right? <laughs> More work for me. Oh, but so good. good. Got it. We have to share that talent. That's true. That's yeah. true. So come that, to the coffee houses also, and but. come come play at the coffee houses mm-hmm. and watch and watch and support your peers. But also, if you missed it, don't worry, we got the highlights right here on Wittenberg Radio. That'll start happening in very short order. Mm-hmm. Man, what else is there to talk about on this show? We've got all kinds of exciting um, opportunities for interviews, so definitely stay tuned. Uh, it comes out every week at this time. And so, if you have a story idea, even. 
Pitch send, us it. An e- send us an email at wittenbergradio at gmail.com. She's learning. She's learning <laughs> the plugs. I love it. Coming up uh, in the next couple of weeks, we've got a uh, sports activity coming up for the women's basketball team. That is uh, going to be featuring the Briarcrest Clippers against our women's basketball team. That's happening September the 23rd at 8 o'clock right here in our very own Lowen Athletic Center. Don't forget, we've got our uh, fall festival coming up in very short order as well. And that means that we've got all kinds of cool events, including the uh, Menno Cross Cycle Race happening on North Campus, not to mention our MPK Folk Fest, which happens in the back 40, weather permitting, of mm-hmm. course. I know that uh, our Arts and Entertainment Committee heads, uh, Tara Schmidt and Esther Hardy, are working really hard to put that together. And they've got some really cool acts lined up. So definitely go check that out as well man what else is there to promote there's so much going on in these first couple weeks fall retreat is happening yes that's happening next week this coming weekend holy smokers so that is going to be a great time i'm not sure if there is a deadline to uh, sign up by i'm not sure about that either okay get them in as soon as possible get them in as soon as possible 30 bucks to go and uh, that's actually a really good deal. You get to stay in a, in a sweet cabin with a bunch of new friends, eat some real good food, and uh, just have a really good time uh, spending spending a, a good weekend together in, uh, in fellowship and, uh, you know, having a ton of fun on that big, gigantic lawn at mm-hmm. Camp Arnez. It's definitely been a highlight for me. Oh, yeah, yeah. totally. And especially if, you're, especially if you're a new student here, it's, definitely want to consider that. Um, and that's September 16th to 18th. There to you cl- go. To clarify. That's that's the one this coming weekend. So I think that's all the events that I can think of to promote at this moment. Of course, read your CMU daily emails and check out the student council calendar located in the student center on South Campus for more information about upcoming events. As always, like us on Facebook at Wittenberg Radio, at Wittenberg Radio on Twitter, wittenbergradio at gmail.com. Past episodes, you can find us. Maybe you want to hear something from last season or a couple seasons before what we did there. That's at wittenbergradio.com. And am I missing anything to plug? for ourselves. Great. I don't think so. Then we're going to wrap it up for this week. Until next time, my name is Nolan Kaler. And I'm Nicolene Klassen-Weeb. We'll see you then. Wittenberg Radio is a production of CMU Student Council. The views and opinions expressed by hosts and guests are not necessarily those of CMU Student Council. 